personal mastery is not something that happens overnight. It's a journey and it requires us to look within. It requires us to identify some of the issues we feel we are battling with, the challenges and find ways to manage and deal with them. That is the whole idea around this segment. And we certainly hope that it's been useful to you week by week. But um, today we ask a very interesting question that um, allows even our good friend, Dr. Tsepiso Magdenji, to look within as we ask the question, how to find the right psychologist for you? This is obviously a professional that can help you deal with a range of issues, but how do you go about finding this person? Let's welcome the doc on the line. Good morning. Good morning, Mo. How are you? I'm very well, and you? I'm very well, and good morning to the rest of the family, Pal and Owen. Good morning, morning doc. <laughs> Great morning, to be chatting with you again. Yeah, Dogs, and then I mean, you first, guys decided yeah. to put me on the spot today. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, today you are looking within. <laughs> yes, so today I am introspecting and critically self-analyzing and then hopefully totally. trying to give people feedback there so that they can figure out how to choose the right psychologist for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, let's start in the beginning. How do I know when it is time to seek professional help? When uh, my favorite is when you no longer believe in your own BS, like you've talked to yourself, you've tried different strategies, you've spoken to different people, and you just realize that it's hard. So very often people in layperson's language will say to me, oh, but I know what I need to do. I've even gone back to think about my past. Mm -hmm. I understand why it's happening. I just don't know how to change it. So that's number one. Number two is when you are doing things in your life, it's almost as if you're on autopilot and you can't seem to get unstuck. So you are stuck in the same uh, treadmill run like that hamster on the on the on the on the wheel, and you don't know how to un- get yourself unstuck. Um, and then number three, when you look at the different patterns of your relationships and the different settings and roles that you play, and you find that each and every one of those areas there is a problem, and the common factor is you. And it's not necessarily that you're a bad person, but there just seems to be certain patterns that are repetitive, and you realize that the common factor is you, and you need to do things differently, but you don't know how to do it. And then there's the other one where you know you've got trauma, Maybe it's things you've suppressed because you don't remember your childhood, you don't remember what happened exactly, or you are having sub subconscious uh, indicators that you are not okay, whether it's through nightmares, through outbursts, or through certain feedbacks that people are giving you. And then you realize, I've got unresolved things that I need to deal with because they keep mm-hmm. trapping me in what I'm mm-hmm. doing with my reality right now. Yeah. So those are some of the indicators that could show you that it's time to sure. speak to a professional. Mm. And, and and now, when we move from that point to now finding this professional, Doc, I mean, what is the best way to start finding what I would probably say is the right person to help you deal with this? Look, most of us, we, we will go and speak to somebody based on word of mouth. So somebody who tells Pearl, that Pearl, you know, I went and I saw so-and-so and they helped me. And Pearl realizes, okay, if they have helped this person and I know the person who's telling me about them, I think I'm comfortable. I'd rather go there. So word of mouth is one of those things that helps um, where you are referred to someone who has helped that person that you know. But the other part, it has to do with the fact that 
um, most people will go with what is convenient. So you might find that through employee assistance programs, they refer you to somebody and then some of the psychologists that you're working with or somebody in the church or somebody that is close to where you are living. So for most of us, we might find that we actually reach out to somebody who's close to us because of it's convenient. Then I know when I come back from work or when I go to church, I can speak to somebody. Then that way I don't have to go through the admin of having to travel very far. But there are other factors that you need to look at. Firstly, the person, psychologist fit, is a very personal thing, and only you will know that this is the right person for me. But I need you to understand as a listener out there that it is okay for you to find somebody and then realize it is not working, firstly. Mm -hmm. It is also okay for you to find somebody that you like and then realize that, yeah, we've got a nice gel, but actually I am not moving from the next thing to another. So you find that a a lot of people will hop around from one person to another. Mm -hmm. And you might find that you are struggling to just gel with somebody. And I know a lot of black people make the issue about race and about culture and even about Christianity. They will say that my values with the psychologist are not the same because they're of a different race or because they are older or they are younger or because they're not married or they're not Christian. So some of those things are part of what makes a person feel that I can, you know, I can open up with this person. They understand where I come from. Mm-hmm. Doc, I understand yeah. that there are also um, sort of different approaches to psychotherapy. Um, yes. You know, some people will say, you know, my psychologist just sits there and lets me speak. Um, they yeah. don't criticize. They don't give me much feedback. They just give me space to talk. Someone else will say, yeah. no, my psychotherapist engages me and challenges me and, you know, you know, sort of gives me feedback about the things that I'm saying and helps me mirror my behavior in that sense. Take us through just yeah. some of the different styles that are out there so that people know um, what might or might not work for them. Okay, so firstly, we've got different kinds of psychologists in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And for for adults who have clinical or, or psycho pathology and i know that's not a um it's not a nice thing to say but when you know you're struggling with a mental health issue like depression like uh, uh, personality disorders you are realizing that there is some kind of a health condition that you are struggling with regards to the, the um um, psychiatric conditions or with regards to mental health conditions, the person you need to speak to is a clinical psychologist. And then when you're struggling with life adjustment issues, you need to speak to a counseling psychologist. When you are struggling with just in terms of um, self-actualizing and being able to find the next level of your life, you might go to any kind of psychologist, but particularly the one to focus on life coaching. And that's because the type of intervention you require, depending on the issue, the presenting issue, it differs. So if you have a mental health issue like uh, depression or, or, or personality disorder, most of the, the intervention you're going to require is just about talking about you. It's more about problem exploration, getting more in the, uh, understanding about how you got here, who you are, why you are here, what is the underlying mental health issue. And there is very limit, uh, limited amount of challenge that we're going to give you because you're still in a very much uh, problem exploring environment. And as a result, when you lack a certain level of insight or because of a particular condition that you have, a mental health condition that you have, challenging is actually not going to be healthy for you because you are still struggling with the emotional and uh, uh, the physical um, 
I guess, effects of what you're struggling with. And you find that when a person is in psychological distress, they struggle to gain insight into where they are. So trying to challenge them and make them see different perspectives of where they are, it's actually mm. a steep hill. And people who are qualified in doing that, especially as adults, is clinical psychologists because they will let you do the self-exploration, just to deepen your aware of self-awareness and then be comfortable emotionally in terms of ego strengthening and in terms of being able to have compassion for yourself. And that requires time. And a lot of the work that you do with psychologists, you find that it's actually in the session, you've only got an hour. It's more about exploring yourself. The biggest mm-hmm. um, work that happens is in between sessions. When you've talked about it, you've vented, and then you go home and you start reflecting on, on what you have that and then where you find that you're actually able to gain insight into yourself and then there's mm. people who are struggling with uh, I know what my issues are I just need to develop the skills on how to move to the next level and that is mm. where most of the intervention that is challenging you and actually making you to look at critically um, unsettling yourself and finding a way to self-correct that's where most of the love coaching and the counseling will come in because there it's not just about you talking about a problem it's about okay how do I get out of this how do I find solutions how do I find new ways of learning and adjusting? And that way, mm. you are able to actually cope because your readiness for change is higher than when somebody is still in the middle of a crisis because of a psychological or mental health illness. Mm. Dr. Tepisoma Denchi joins us on the line for Personal Mastery. It is a journey and thoroughly enjoying this morning's session. How to find the right psychologist for you, the right professional to speak to, and what goes into that? So um, we'll check out some comments in a moment. You can tweet us, hashtag the morning flavor, or give us some questions if you have. Maybe you've got some experiences where you've uh, seeked professional help, got help, and uh, have some interesting feedback to share with us if you can. And um, I guess my biggest question, Doc, would be in my particular case, if I needed professional help, and I kind of like your vibe as Dr. Tepisoma Denji, would you take me on as Mweti right now? Uh, to be honest, no, because I know you, we have a relationship. So all of all of us as psychologists, um, we, we have to write the board exam. And, and a, a, big, a large component of it is the ethics component of the board exam. And one of the things that you learn about uh, the job that we do is that it is actually unhealthy for the client for you to have multiple relationships with them. And while we might be jailing because you and I are colleagues, and we are colleagues because we work together, it becomes a bit complicated when I have to be able to do my job in terms of being a colleague to you, but also be your therapist. So those multiple relationships mm. actually create confusion for you as a, as, as a client, but also mm. for me in terms of boundaries. And you might find that we actually, if you're going to work with me, then I can also do certain things with you. And that's part sure. of why as psychologists, you might struggle to work with family because of you can tell your client and challenge them. But then when it comes to your family member, they might hold that thing that you've challenged them on as, yeah, I want to want Ella. And then from now on in our family engagement, that doesn't work anymore. So the multiple relationships mm-hmm. helps protect the, the uh, to just to think about uh, separating them, right? It helps protect mm-hmm. the client as well as yourself. But I want to indicate as well that sometimes 
part of why you and I might jail might be because of at an interpersonal level. It doesn't mean at a professional level you and I are going to jail. I mean uh-huh. it from the perspective that the type of issue you have, the type of problem you have, might actually not be, I'm not, I might not be suitably qualified to deal with it. And that's actually mm-hmm. the overriding thing. That sometimes, even though as a person you and I can jail, the issue that you are struggling with, I should, I'm not qualified to deal with. And I find mm-hmm. personally as an educational psychologist and a life coach that very often when a person has got a mental health issue, particularly mood disorders and psychiatric condition, I need to refer them to a clinical psychologist and then they must also see a psychiatrist who prescribes medication. And you might find right. that you might come back to a life coaching or a counseling session much later when the mental health issue has been resolved. So don't just mm-hmm. go on a person that you like. Go based on what the issues are. And when you have found that fit, don't get comfortable in that fit because after a while, if there isn't any growth, any progression in what you're doing, you might actually need to review with your therapist to say, okay, now I need a different kind of intervention and who else mm-hmm. can I explore in terms of going forward? You have uh, eloquently shut me down, Doc. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> 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 so basically. <laughs> I've been trying to tell you, hint, hint, Mara, you're not getting it, so I needed to tell I wasn't getting the hint. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, he was never going to get it. I'm joking. Oh, boy. All right. Um, Dr. Tabiso Matenji joins us on the line. We're talking how to find the right psychologist for you. If you have any questions or comments, we'll look at those in a moment. We are talking... How to find the right psychologist for you. So, Doc, we have some comments here. Um, I'm going to start with uh, one of the tweets we got. This is from Sima Fio. Sima says, my father and my uncle both died in a car accident. I'm paranoid on the road. I'm scared of driving because I always feel like something is going to happen. Something is going to go wrong on the road. And that's delaying my process of getting a license which psychologist must I see? So for that sort of situation, Doc, what do you recommend for SEMA? Mm. So all of us as psychologists, irrespective of the different area of specialization that we do, we are trained in trauma debriefing. Uh, so when you've experienced a hijacking or a loss, uh, like a loved one has, has passed on and you're dealing with grief, or you've gone through whatever kind of circumstances that has um, you know, arrested you because of the, the traumatic event that you've had, a particular stressful event. Uh, we go through trauma debriefing. We also go train, go, go get training for people, for example, who've been, um, for uh, people who are diagnosed with some kind of uh, uh, fatal disease and they're having to deal with, having to cope with that. So you might find that um, uh, because of you've gone through something like the, the, the person who sent the message, you can go to a psychologist and you can even go to the psychologist as part of an intake and then help them to refer you to somebody else if they feel they are not properly qualified. The most important thing is that make the first step to speak to somebody. And then if you're not comfortable with that person, it is actually okay uh, for you to be able to say, who else can you refer me to who specializes in this area? But you find that the psychologist, for example, who deal particularly with post-traumatic stress disorder or with grief counseling or with couples counseling, marriage counseling, and different types of specialization. Now, there's other people, for example, you might find a traumatic event happened now, but it's actually an assist things in, that you've suppressed over time that are part of your subconscious because you don't remember. And you, fi- you might find that because of those things, you might want to see a hypnotherapist. So a psychologist who also specializes in hypnotherapy, those types of things. So some of us, 
we find out that we need much more specialized type of an injection because initially when you mm. presented, you were addressing this issue and then there's other underlying issues that are coming up that might require a specialist type of uh, intervention. And then we can refer to those types of, of people depending on the type of therapy that you require uh, based on the condition that you have. But the key thing is if you are in distress, if you are in crisis, go and seek for professional help. You can figure out as you're seeing the therapist who the next person with much specialized skills is. And then we can mm-hmm. refer to that. Most of us as psychologists we are trained to have our ego strong enough to be able to realize when we're not the right person to help a person and to help that person connect. We work in a set of a network. There's enough problems in this world for us to work in a system. So you don't hoard clients. So if you find mm-hmm. that somebody that you're helping, you're actually not the right person or what they need, you're not able to offer. You actually have a network of professionals that you can refer them to and that they can help get help somewhere else. Key thing, if you're in sure. crisis, go to the next person that you feel you know that they're uh, based on word of, word of mouth or we are comfortable with, and then they can refer to somebody else if you need much more specialized intervention. Yeah, Sima, indeed, uh, thanks for that message. And um, sorry about your loss. It must be very difficult yeah. losing two people like that, two figures in your life that are so crucial, really, really strength yeah. to you. And then uh, before we wrap up, Doc, just two quick comments also coming in. Nonin Tlantla says, how I search mine is she has to be black, female between ages of 35 and 40 and know something about African spirituality. And then another one here is Abel underscore Silwani, who says, I consulted with a therapist when I had a lot of challenges. She helped me to put things into perspective. So as we wrap up, Doc, I mean, what are your final words on this topic? Um, it is it is important that when you go to a psychologist, you're 100% honest. We can only help you based on your readiness for change. If you were there to just lie and play around, you will literally just be wasting money and time for no reason. So do a lot of introspection, and when you go to make that first consultation, go there knowing that it's about you. You are important enough. You are worthy to get the help, and this person is there to support you. It's not about them. It is about you. So don't go there just to waste time and test them out. Uh, give yourself the opportunity to do your homework before you get in and come in with a readiness to be honest, to address the issues, and to be able to explore yourself in a safe way without thinking that you're going to test them and see how intelligent they are, because that's literally time-wasting for you. Uh, you might find out that you're hoping from one psychologist to another, and literally just wasting money and time for no reason. And then in the, in the, in the process, exposing yourself unnecessarily to potential harm. Doc, this has been very useful and you've said a lot for us to take and work with. So thank you for your time and uh, we will continue on this journey of personal mastery once again. Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye to the family. (laughs) Thank you, Doc. Dr. Tepiso Matenchi joining us once again. You can find her on social media at uh, Dr. T. Matent and I mean, you can really just uh, pick her brain even further or maybe book a session if you like. Well, from us, it is a wrap, folks. Thank you very much, Pearl, Owen, thank you. And to the team, thank you very much for rolling once again. And uh, we have to make way for the next show. Um, Speaking of rolling, uh, let's forget that we should roll our tongues, but not onto someone else's mouth, just on that kissing (laughs) issue. So um, go practice your kissing. Uh, Make sure you're not swallowing anyone or giving them a a facial, a saliva saliva facial. (laughs) Let's be kind to ourselves and to other people. (laughs) And let's look after ourselves. All right. Well, happy International Kissing Day to you and yours. 
and uh, have yourself a brilliant day. Remember to stay safe, um, follow all protocols and uh, put yourself on lockdown. Uh, you don't have to wait for the government to tell you. You need to be able to self-regulate yourself and make sure that you are on the right side of uh, this pandemic. So stay safe, be responsible and uh, let's all play our part. Good morning. Good day and good vibes. Good day and good vibes. <laughs>